It's all about your health, your wellness. Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Get healthier, get fit, eat better, have a richer quality of life. Health on the go. Staying well with Melanie Cole, MS. Putting your own life at risk for the freedom and protection of millions of other lives is one of the most selfless and courageous gestures that a person can make. But why are so many veterans coming back and committing suicide? Veteran suicide has been one of the most controversial topics doctors, researchers, and families of veterans have been discussing for years. And in fact, a recent study published in the February issue of the Annals of Epidemiology highlighted the issue that thousands of soldiers' lives that have been taken due to suicide. My guest today is Dr. Michael Schoenbaum. He's the Senior Advisor for Mental Health Services, Epidemiology and Economics at the National Institute of Mental Health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Schoenbaum. So let's talk about veterans' lives. They come back, and what seems to be the preemptor? What are you seeing as, you know, when they come back and how they're feeling and what causes this this rash of suicides um so thank you very much for having me and uh thank you for um devoting some time to this important topic um military service members as you say are asked we we the nation um ask them to do um unbelievable things um and uh we all owe them a debt and uh as you say, the, the data show that uh, some of these people come back, uh, and I want to come back to the term come back. Um, they, they finish military service and they are uh, struggling. Um, most of them are very resilient and they do fine, but some of them uh, struggle, and we as a nation owe them uh, debt. We need to do better um, to, to, to help them when they struggle. Um, you, you say come back. So, so one, one thing I want to clarify um, th- we th- there's a there's this idea that war is hell and you send people to war and bad things happen to the people you send to war. Um, what we've learned from the data in the last ten years is is actually in a way that war is hell for everybody in the military. It isn't just those people who we have sent to Iraq and Afghanistan who are struggling with suicide, who have elevated suicide risk compared to civilians. Um, we, we've actually found both in the current military and in people who have finished military service since 9-11 um, that uh, there's elevated suicide risk whether or not we sent them to Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, wow. Yeah, what do you so, think this So what do you attribute this to? I mean, war is hell, and they see things that, the, that the, those of us civilians can't even imagine – but some of them, as you say, come back fine. And some well, of them most, come back completely messed up by it. What do you attribute that to? Most of them come back fine. So we should be clear. Um, the vast majority of military service members, they, they do these incredible things, and they, and they are very resilient people, and they are resilient in their military service, and they come back and they are resilient in their civilian lives. Um, the, the, the issue is, you know, to, to figure out how to identify people um, when they are struggling and to offer them additional assistance before uh, bad things happen. So uh, at, at a high level, I, I think what we're learning in all likelihood is that it has been an incredible strain on the U.S. military to, to be fighting these two wars over more than a decade 
Um, and so what we're seeing is elevated suicide risk in the people while they're deployed, in the people after they are deployed when they come back, but also in those people who served in the U.S. military since 9-11 but who never deployed. And, I, again, I think it's too simple to say, well, those people who go and experience combat, those people who shoot to kill or are shot at or see dead bodies or otherwise engage in the physical acts of war, that, that, that that's predictive of suicide risk and that the rest of them, we don't have to worry about the rest of them. They didn't have these traumatic experiences, and so they should be okay. Many people who go and see combat, they do okay. Other people who've never seen combat, they're struggling. Um, so, so at the individual level, it's, you know, the why of suicide is, is, is always difficult to explain. I think what we, as a society, we as individuals, we as the families and loved ones and coworkers of people who may be struggling, um, I think, frankly, we should focus a little less on the why and the more on how to identify these people and how to try to get them help while they are struggling. Well, I think that that's, you know, and that is so important. So tell us a little bit about the Clay Hunt Suicide Prevention for American Veterans Act, and will this help? We only have a few minutes left, Dr. Schoenbaum, but will this help to identify, because early intervention would seem to be one of the keys to maybe preventing some of these suicides or getting the loved ones and their families into counseling, getting them the help that they need? Um, Yes, so this bill, I I think the aims of the bill make sense. I think suicide in the military, suicide in civilian life, too, is not a problem with a single solution. Um, It's a problem where there are lots of little solutions. We individuals can be part of the solution uh, by talking about the problem, talking in the way you are focusing on the subject here, giving me an opportunity to talk about it, Also talking, if you know somebody, if any one of our listeners knows somebody who seems to be struggling, you should feel it's safe, it's actually a good thing to raise the subject with them. Talking to somebody you worry about, talking to somebody about suicide is not going to somehow cause them to harm themselves. That's a Um, common feeling, too. If you even bring it up, maybe you're giving them an idea they didn't have before. Right. So we have research on this. It's wrong. What you shouldn't do is leave people isolated, um, treat them with kid gloves, walk on eggshells, and somehow avoid the subject. What we all need to be doing, we individuals, we clinicians, we the military services, and we the Veterans Administration, we need to be doing everything we can to try to identify people who are struggling and connect them to help. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is one source of help. Uh, Clinicians work on this all the time. Family members should not be shy to speak up. Um, And my own work uh, is with the Army and with the Department of Veterans Affairs is trying to help those uh, agencies use their own data on service members and veterans' characteristics and experiences to try to find those people who are struggling more effectively and uh, faster, right? Well, I think that's key, is to find those people who are struggling and get them some help. And just to put out there that the National Suicide Helpline is one 800 273 
8255, 1-800-273-8255, man, 24 hours a day. If you know somebody who you think is at risk, you know, this, this helpline can give you some solutions or some answers or some places to go for help. That seems to be the most important thing. So Dr. Schoenbaum, you got about a minute left. What do you want the public to hear about this, this rash, this ongoing problem with veteran suicide and is there hope? What can people do? Um, I, I absolutely think there's hope. So, uh, so uh, uh, a few important messages. First of all, the vast majority of service members and veterans are capable, resilient people. Um, you know, the, 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 talking about it this way somehow might leave people thinking that, that this is a damaged population. The vast majority of these people can do things the rest of us cannot do, and they're resilient and doing fine. Those of them who are struggling, we all need to keep our eyes open. We need to talk to them. The, life, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is not only for someone who him or herself is thinking about suicide. It's also for people, if you know somebody who is struggling, reach out to the Lifeline and get resources. Um, and, and beyond that, uh, listeners should know that the military services and the Veterans Administration are working. We are all working uh, again, to be smarter about suicide prevention, to be smarter about finding people when they are struggling, and to deliver them effective services. There are 40,000 suicides in the United States every year. This is not only a military problem. Thank you so much. It's really great information. And that Suicide Lifeline number is 1-800-273-8255. You can even call it and get resources. This is Melanie Cole for Radio MD. Stay well.